A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quartz 96 FM. Imagine being someone whose beloved sister vanished 36 years ago. And imagine spending every day since then wondering what and what happened to her. Where is she? And every time a body is discovered, wondering, is it her? Could it possibly be her? How would, how would you feel if you were living like that? Claire Clark can tell us because Claire's sister Patricia was 25 when she went missing. In Enniscary County, Wicklow, back in 1988. That's 36 years ago. Priscilla was 25. Claire, you were 29 at the time. For people who wouldn't remember the story, we might go through it. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. What can you recall? Take us right back and tell us what happened to Priscilla as you as you understand it. Well... The first we knew that um, Priscilla was missing was in the middle of the night of the 4th of May. She had been missing from the evening before. And what we were told, I got a phone call in the middle of the night from Mark Kavanagh to tell me that Priscilla was missing. And at that stage, there was very little really known. I was just told that there might, there might be in a river or, you know, weren't... So she had been out horse-riding, had hadn't she, with her boss? Yeah, she worked for a family, Mark Kavanagh and Lindy Kavanagh. They were entrepreneurs and wealthy developers. And um, she was their childminder um, nurse for the family. Mm-hmm. But what we understood at the time was that they went horse-riding. And at the time, Priscilla was riding... A, 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 a big horse and Linda was riding a small pony mm-hmm. and what seems to have I mean when someone is missing you don't you have that uncertainty but you still have some clues at the same time that they went to the river Dargill and they they attempted to cross it or Linda attempted to cross it on the small pony they, the tra- following the tracks of the horse, we could see the, pi- the pony went in at the crossing point, but we could see the tracks of the horse following the river down along a certain distance and then going into the river, which would indicate to us that Priscilla um, may have entered the river at that point trying to rescue Linda. Yeah. The belief That's was that Linda got into difficulty and drowned, and then that, that, that Priscilla tried to help her. Linda's body yeah, well, was, was found, it. wasn't it, Claire? Linda was found, 
And the thing about the 80s was we were right in the middle of all of the kidnappings by the IRA. So the uncertainty was that were the women kidnapped and we were surrounded by the Gardaí and police who had been involved in the Hera case and, and um, the McGuinness moment and um, you know, all of the... Shard, shard, yeah, there were a number of kidnappings at the time, yeah, yeah. So it was very, it was very high. The phones were being tapped. It was very high awareness that that could have been happening as well. I see. Which made it very difficult for us as a family as well in the middle of all of that. I see. So she went out horse riding with her boss. Something happened. Linda's body, yeah. her boss's body, was found. But Priscilla was, was never found. Yeah. Linda was found two days later where the, where the uh, Dargill crosses the, the N11. Right. And both Priscilla was never found, no. Was so Priscilla's horse ever found? Sorry? Was Priscilla's horse or Linda's horse found? Yes, both horses were, were found. They were both found. They had seemingly, um, they had seemingly made it across the river. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they had continued. This happened at Powers Court. The yes. crossing went in from into Powers Court Estate. Yeah, I know the area. The horses I know the appeared area. to have yeah, a beautiful, absolutely beautiful, beautiful area. It appeared that the horses had walked through the the avenue going into Powers Court and back up. So a distance of um, maybe three miles, three kilometres, which okay. always you know raised concerns with us as well. Yes, um, but you know, they, they we we don't know, but we have we, our sense is that she went into the river trying to save Linda. But what is it like, Claire? Given that look, she's never been found. Linda was. It's at least some closure for her family. But for you yeah. and your family, what is it like to be? Yeah, it's those times were very different than now because we had the Garda Subacquid Club. There were no river rescue organizations. The Garda Subacqua Divers went search for about four or five days and then they left us. And then we were we were basically left on our own at that point. Yeah. My father then had to search and we, we continued to go to the river and along the coast we would have walked from um Wicklow down to Wexford right. searching and um, just searching the coastline, which is very bizarre when you think of it afterwards. You're looking at people in the summertime enjoying the beaches and suns, and you know we're uh, people are celebrating um, football. The 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 European the, sorry, um, the success of the the Irish um, soccer team, and yeah, we're nice, we're nice, out searching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's it's it's. It was brought back to me yesterday. I went to the River Bine and there's a family just standing around the river banks of the Bine looking for their son, Sean Farley, who's missing for the last 12 days. And his mother is, is standing there waiting and the river rescue are in the water in terrible conditions searching. And I was just, um, just put back to the space where we were looking for Priscilla. Yeah. It's a, it's 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 a living nightmare. You don't believe it when you're told first. It's not happening. It's it's not it's not real. You know this is just 
Mm. Um, but every day we still, we still, like I say, we still live in hope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you still go for the odd walk down there to see if by some yeah, bizarre circumstance things might turn up even 36 years later. Yeah, we do, yeah. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. It is, yeah, and you, you, you just don't know. You're, you're completely, completely at a loss. And there's, there's just no, you need a grave. Christmas had just gone past and I made Christmas reeds to put on, on graves and my mum and dad's grave. And I put one for Priscilla on their grave as well. But it's, you're looking, they have both died since Priscilla went missing. And you just, you just so desperately want her to be there with them. Um, And to have, it's, it's, I don't know if people, it's, it's terrible for, to say, but, you know, you just want to have, to be able to put your hand on a coffin and, you know, say goodbye. It's, um, I think for any family who has somebody missing, that's that's the sense that they have. They just want something that will be, you know, a remembrance, part of that person. Now, there's a, yourself and other families of other people who are missing are looking for a public database of missing people. Now, there is, if you go into the Garda website, a list of all the people who are missing, and I'm sure lists can be found but it's not yeah. a list you want. It's it's a database. And what would be in it, Claire? Yeah, it's it's a it, it's a website really of unidentified remains which have been found. Okay. And I think it's the the story about John Comerford's family not knowing for twelve years that he was in a grave in Liverpool. Yes, that it's was an very recent of, one. Yeah. Exactly, and the family had searched for twelve years. Yeah. Absolutely heartbroken, not knowing that John was in buried in Liverpool. Now, had there been a website in Ireland, for, there are similarly similar families like my family. I would I would go on to a website. I go on to the UK one, which is very comprehensive. Yeah. And I search like a detective. I look for clues. I look to see is there, you know, something that would that would just. Give me a clue to Priscilla. Yeah, and just, other families, we just, have Just so again, much to refresh um, listeners' memories about the Crawfords, John went missing from Tala in Dublin in 2000. And his body right, was yeah. found in Cumbria in the northwest of England later that year. That's but it right, wasn't yeah. identified until 11 years later. So for 11 years, his body yeah. was buried somewhere, but his family never knew he was there. That happens more often than we think. There are graves all over the country with unidentified bodies in them, aren't there, Claire? We don't know who they are. Yeah, and there are. Priscilla there might are, be in one of them. Even in Cork, even in Cork, the highest number, the 50% at the moment of all the unidentified are in Munster, right. including Cork. So I, that needs resources. We need to be able to get all those remains exhumed and get DNA and that's only, I can't, there's five listed for Cork and there's no way that there are only five people in a, in a county the size of Cork. I only recently discovered a grave in Wexford where there are two, nine people buried with two single graves and three of the people in the grave are unidentified. Yeah. And in Wexford there are eight more people unidentified. 
Now, they, they, not only is the, the graves, there are graves which should all be audited. Every cemetery should have an audit carried out yes. and say, look, do we have a grave somewhere? You see, we, we think it's almost, incomprehens- it's almost incomprehensible to us in 2024, Claire. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That someone's body would be found and they wouldn't eventually be identified. But that's, that's modern technology. That's DNA. Yeah. Even 10 years ago, we didn't have that technology at our fingerprint and fingertips. And you're saying people were found and buried without being identified. And you, you firmly think your sister could have been one of them. Yeah, I, I do. We, we know of, of graves in the UK that she may. A lot, of, a lot of people are washed across from the East Coast to the West Coast of England. But they weren't seamless. Nobody, like John Crawford's family, nobody in... Ireland or the UK decided to say, okay, there's a man who may be the same man that went missing in Ireland a couple of weeks ago. Nobody said, well, that's that's possible. They didn't talk to each other. And that left the family waiting. We've had Dennis Walsh's case where he was over 20 years. There's Paul McGinley and Navin was over 30 years buried, on unidentified. So we know that there are, that some cases can be solved. There's definitely answers for families lying in some graves around the country. Yeah, and all over the country there are graves which are, are. set aside for people. I call them pauper's graves. It's not a name I like. No, they're names it's that dreadful. are the names for the unidentified dead, shall we say? Yeah, those graves would would be where unidentified and unclaimed are buried, because the local authorities are requested to bury. Um, remains found. So they are buried and forgotten in some cases. And the coroners don't do anything to to try and re- get these cases investigated again. They're just forgotten. The other thing that's there at the moment too, and not at the moment, but going over the years, are partial remains which are found. Yeah. And there is no one place where the partial remains are brought to. As a result, we have remains resting in Garda stations, 
even to the extent that they could be in a drawer. But what what I believe is all Gardaí and coroners should be should be taught ethics and make them realise that they are not just these are human remains, yeah. and that that those those bones they may have, um, and some family are searching for some clues, but yeah. the. There is no ethics or dignity for people in that situation. Um, that needs to be, there needs to be resources put in that all of those partial remains can be, can be investigated and DNA taken and even logged because there is no, there is no log. Yeah. They're resting in universities. They're resting in just total disrespect for those remains. There's a case comes to mind actually from the last number of years and because it's just popped into my head now this morning, Claire, the detail may not be 100%, but it's of a man, a, 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 the body of a woman found by a train track in East Cork down here a, a number of years ago. Now, she'd been there for That's quite right. some time. She has never been identified. She belongs to somebody. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that case. You're aware of it? Um, okay, great. Yeah, I... I don't know what efforts have been made. I, I imagine that a lot of efforts have been made in that case to try and find out who she is. But unless a family somewhere else have come forward and given their DNA, the, the link won't be made. Yeah. Do, they look at, do, they, do they look at dental records, for example, as a matter of interest? As a matter, like, are there things that are done when, when, an, when a body is unidentified, run remains or partial remains, like you say, are unidentified? Do you believe there's enough protocol there, as in we must do this, that and the other with that body? We must try to identify yeah. it and we must put it... You're saying that it should be the, the, the missing people of Ireland, that they should... That, that database, if it was put together properly, you might just be able to get a match in it. Yeah, there is a very good missing persons database. It's it's a website for unidentified, yes. where they would see we'd see something like a belt. We'd see just something, and mm -hmm. that would trigger your memory and go, oh yeah, that belonged to, you know, something Priscilla or, or someone. Yeah. So that needs to be that needs to be done as a matter of urgency. The other thing is is resources. There needs to be resources put in to audit just and that. We met with the TDs and senators, and in fairness, there's a cross-party consensus that we need to resource the exhumation. We need to resource yes. that database. We need to resource whatever technology. The sad thing is that when remains are exhumed, which seems very odd, they only take DNA and they don't do um, a scan of the skull. If they can scan the skull, um, then they can create an image of the person, of course, and that then yeah. creates. But at the moment, they haven't got they haven't got um, the technology to do that. So yeah. the remains are re the remains are reburied without that doing happening. Yeah. The dental records have been missed, and and no com no comparison have been done in some cases, which could have been solved before DNA was even used. So there's, there's a very much, um, just not seamless. What, but what? definitely, definitely the, the, at the moment, that need to have reconstructions of, you know, facial, facial reconstructions mm. done and to have that, have that um, technology to that, create 
computer technology is there now. What I'm hearing from you, Claire, very loudly, as the sister of a woman missing for 36 years, is that the state, our country, our government, our state, is not trying hard enough to find her or to see if the unidentified bodies which turn up, if one of them could be her. No, they're not. And maybe it's because of just ignorance. That We found that when we met the TDs, they actually didn't understand about the unidentified and the need to have exhumations and DNA and facial reconstructions. And that none of that is out beyond the, the technology there yeah, at the yeah. moment. Exhumations have to be done. If you have graves where you have two or three people buried unidentified, you have to exhume those remains and get DNA. It has to be done, and it has to be audited across the country. We don't know. We have at the moment 47, I think, 48, that the coroners have reported to the Department of Justice. But we know ourselves that there are another 10, at least, in Glasnevin who are not included. I'm aware of the three cases in Wexford. So if we gradually, across the country, we could be up over 100, which is like a mass grave, like... So, it so literally huge, is a mass grave. Huge numbers, if you want to yeah. use that number. Large, large numbers of unidentified dead buried all over yeah. the country. One of yeah. them could be your sister. Yeah, because Glasnevin was a massive cemetery. Jeans Grange, across um, in the UK. We don't know, but there are answers in some of those graves for families. Like the, com- like the Crawfords family, they got an answer because eventually DNA was taken in Ireland, and but it should have happened. DNA yeah. was taken in the UK in 2000, so yeah. it wasn't beyond the realm to take it here. Well, one thing that we have the power to do for you is to send a recording of our conversation directly to the desk of Micheál Martin. Well, that would be, yeah, I would appreciate that. We don't have the power to do again, much, but we can do that for you. No, I understand. I think that probably a lot of it is just ignorance. And unless they have a family member like ours, like our, like Priscilla, they won't know what it's to, like to walk in those in those shoes. They can't because they just they they know of it, but they don't know it. Yes. And that's that's where what I'm saying it helps all families of missing. It's not just our family. Even though we're we want Priscilla back, we really want something back to to have a closure indeed you do. and to have to have to say goodbye to her indeed um, she was one of twins is her twin was, still yeah. with us he is yeah How yeah. Is he? yeah um <laughs> difficult for him very difficult when he had a wedding and his birthdays come around yeah. and um those occasions for him I I think are very difficult. Yeah, I'm um, the f- I'm the father of twins, a um, boy and a girl. So can't yeah, my youngest when like Priscilla went missing, my her youngest sister was only fifteen, and she was just sitting, starting to start sitting for her junior cert, which she did and got got through it very remarkably. Um, and I'm always very proud of, of Frida for managing to do that okay. because. That was just weeks after Priscilla was missing, and it was—I'm sure—it was very difficult for her. 
Um, and she adored Priscilla, absolutely adored her at the time. As I'm, and, as, as I'm sure you did yourself and did all we of her did. family. Claire, she was, it, she I, was I, a special I, person. It's been wonderful to speak with you and I do hope that this conversation we've just had will maybe open people's minds to thinking more, not just about the missing, but about the unidentified yeah. dead who are buried up and yeah. down the country and how we might one day match one group with the other yeah. or even members of one group with members of the other. Claire, thank you oh, very that much. Would be, that would be great. That would be absolutely great for families. Right. Well, thank well, you thank you very much for let's, taking let, the time. Let's see if we can yeah. develop this as a topic on the programme during 2024. Maybe we'll speak again. Thank you so much. That is uh, Claire Clark, a sister of Priscilla who went missing in 1988. And there's a thing, you see. It's unless this kind of stuff knocks on your own door. It's not something you think about. So her sister is missing since 1988. No trace of her has ever been found. There are women buried up and down the country, unidentified, who were found in the time between then and now. And she's thinking, well, if we could figure out who those people were, maybe my sister is one of them. Imagine how that must feel to live with that. Quartz 96 FM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.